You are listening to Power Up Your Team podcast with host Martina Kuhlmeier, helping women small business owners like you build a resilient team so you can scale up and win in the marketplace. Hello and welcome back. This episode is for solopreneurs who want to optimize their workload so they can take on new clients. Welcome to episode 18. The show notes can be found online at powerupyourteam.com slash 18. You are successful and now there is too much stuff to handle everything soup to nuts yourself. Your attention is scattered across many tasks and it seems you can't focus on what really matters. Your business is not big enough to build a leadership team or recruit high caliber full-time staff for functions such as operations or account services. There's not quite enough work just yet, but you need to find a way to free up your own capacity for revenue generating efforts. And the question is, how can you prioritize what you spend your time on? At the end of the day, everything is important and needs to get done to keep the ball rolling. So which tasks are best to peel off your plate so you can focus more on growing your business? And here's a new perspective I invite you to try on. Look at all your activities through the lens of your customer. Gain clarity on what it is that he or she is really paying you for. And in this context, I like to suggest three categories. There are those activities that the client has hired you for. And I call that the value-added work. In a law firm, there are actions such as defending someone in court, sitting with a couple to create their estate plan, or finalizing a real estate transaction. In a software implementation firm, it's the on-site engagement to understand a company's processes and customize the software to their needs. In a coaching business like mine, it's the time I spend with individuals to help them gain new perspectives and insights that lead them to try on different approaches and achieve their goals. Often in the service industry, value added is the time we spend with our customers, where we either co-develop solutions or present recommendations they are paying us for. The second category I call value enabling work, and that are critical steps to tackle so we are prepared to impress our clients. They typically happen before or after we meet with them and are very important as well. In a law firm, it's a research required to offer a legal opinion or completing legal filings on behalf of the client. In a consulting firm, it's researching a company or consolidating stakeholder input to be able to customize the software solution. And in a coaching business, it's compiling resources or preparing materials to use in a session. The customer expects a level of knowledge and proficiency that allows us to complete these tasks at a high level of quality and efficiency. And finally, you may have guessed it, the third category is work that shouldn't exist at all. It's completely non-value added. It's mistakes, rework or inefficiencies that occur for many reasons and the client would not be willing to pay for them. Would you? 
So here are a few examples. Scheduling and rescheduling meetings with multiple parties. Following up on information that you should have had all along. Spending massive amounts of time doing your own accounting. Or dedicating a lot of time training yourself on social media marketing. Keep in mind you are looking at work through the customer's eyes. For instance, spending hours and hours trying to become a pro at social media marketing might be highly value-added for your personal development. But it is not of value to the client who is coming to you for legal, consulting or coaching services. So what do we do with these insights? Maximize time spent on value-added work. Move the non-value-added activities off your plate. Hire a virtual assistant on an hourly basis to help with scheduling meetings. Or hire an accounting firm to run your numbers. It's a trade-off calculation. Take social media marketing, for instance. How much time can you free up by hiring a social media company who runs your ads and posts across all sorts of media outlets? And how much revenue would you generate with this free time in relation to the fee you pay for these outsourced services? Look at the value-enabling activities and evaluate if you can codify them to become reusable, such as standard templates. Or can you hire part-time help to execute repeatable tasks that you can easily supervise, such as standard legal filings or customer research? Analyze your workday from your customer's perspective. And prioritize where to spend your time so you can get the highest return on investment. There are only so many hours in any given day. And yes, as a business owner, the investment is your time. Try on this new perspective so that you can build a bridge from solopreneur to an entrepreneur with a growing full-time staff. Thank you for listening to Power Up Your Team podcast. Leave a review about this episode and share it with other women business owners. Show notes can be found online at powerupyourteam.com.